This is The Drive with A.D. and Raph on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Monday. We are talking a little bit of basketball. Nebraska not selected to the NIT last night. Boo. We gave it all. We gave it all we had. It just was. It just wasn't there. Robbed, robbed. Now I do want to ask people: Why are you so out on the NIT? Why are you so upset with Nebraska possibly making the NIT and with people feeling, you know, kind of good about Nebraska having a possibility to make the NIT yeah. or, or feeling happy if they were to have made the NIT? That you have all of these negative things to say and you, you know, post them on Twitter and Facebook or just have your feelings. <laughs> Rico's calling you out. loud. Yeah, no, look. Look, Nebraska making the NIT, is that was that the goal for this season? I don't know. Maybe the the NCAA tournament was a was a long shot, yeah. regardless of how good this team was going to be. So uh Nebraska making the NIT would have been a, a, a really good season. They finished the season five hundred um, if they would have made the NIT, that's a postseason berth that they haven't gotten in however many years. Um, it's not, you know, the best thing in the world because your your end goal is always to make the NCAA tournament and to go on a run there and to obviously for Nebraska get your first win in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. But making the NIT, hosting a game potentially, if you could have done that, would have yeah. been amazing. Um, but making the NIT would have been a massive accomplishment for Fred and this team. Again. It's not the end-all, be-all. It's not, oh my gosh, give him a contract extension right now, he made the NIT. But it is a step in the right direction. So people having fun and trying to figure out exactly what needs to be done for Nebraska to make the NIT, and for all of these people to, to go after these people and say, you know, why are you having so much fun with Nebraska and the NIT? This is dumb. They shouldn't be proud to make the NIT. I think they should have been proud to make the NIT yeah. if they would have made it. Again, I, it's I, not the end-all, be-all, but it's something that you haven't done in the past four years, yeah. three years. And I was kind of being selfish for, like, like Sam Griesel, just to see him play, you know, one more time. You know, I was hoping maybe they could get a home game at PBA just to get, see him play one more time. And the fact for that is, like, you see stuff. Like, we were down at the high school state basketball. What was that, like, last week? Jeez, feels like so long ago. But – um Sam was down there watching. I think he was at the Ashland Greenwood game. He was watching that. And then after the game, they posted a video. I think uh, my guy Dallas down at Malcolm, they were out in the cube or out in the, what they call it the cube or what do they call that out there in front of the Long Wells and Gate 25 right. and all that. Well, that little area out there and they had a basketball hoop set up. Mm-hmm. And he posted a video of Sam out there playing basketball with a bunch of like seven or eight year olds. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, you see stuff like that, stuff you would not have to do. And, and by him doing that, I'm not saying that it's going to happen or anything like that, but you never know. One of those little seven or eight-year-olds might be the next Sam Griesel or might be the next great Nebraska basketball player. And by him doing that yesterday, that might that might have cinched up maybe down the road, you know, a recruit for Nebraska. It's, it's small stuff like that. We always talk about planting the seeds and stuff like that. And that's what planting the seeds is. And I... I saw that and I was like, man, I want him to play one more game at PBA. You know, his dream, you know, was to, you know, bring Nebraska to prominence. Mm-hmm. And no, they, they struggled. They struggled some throughout the year, but they, you know, they won what, six of their last eight. Yeah. They put together a pretty good patch of games. I know people are hating to like, Hey, how many coaches have we had in five years and not made a tournament? I, I understand that. I'll be the first one that do 
Nebraska's coaches maybe get a little bit more leniency over the last five years, I'd say yes. I think Frost got a lot of leniency. Yeah, and long run. It was because he was, you know. The native son. The native son. And he, he clearly he got leniency. And a lot of people come back, oh, he didn't have long. Yeah, he did. And he, he, got too, he got too much. And, and, and Hoiberg, has he got some leniency? I'll say yes. I, I, will, I will say that. He has. He, he's got leniency. The record he's posted, he probably. But, 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 I stop right there. They showed progress this year. Mm-hmm. There is there is some light. I see light. I I see that happening, and I know a lot of people out there are like, "Oh, you got to let him go. His conference record is horrible. He didn't make it." But I'm like, not now. I'm like, this is where they've, sh- they've shown a little bit of life. I I look forward to see what next year happens. I know people are posting like, should there be some sort of you know if he doesn't make the the NIT next year or the NCAA tournament next year. I th- I think you go I think you go in that direction, but I think Trev has been that way since he's mm. been the AD. I think he is putting, you know, just like any other place that you work out, they put goals upon you and like what, to succeed. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that you know Fred knows better than anybody. Like if you don't think that Fred, you know, does not have that competitive fire and does not want to win games, you are wrong. And if and if you want to go back, just go back probably can YouTube Iowa State basketball back in like the 90s when he was playing ball that guy was he was he was just stone cold he ice you know so I I look forward to see you know what they do next year if you if you look at their lineup um they're losing three key pieces for sure in Greasel Walker and Vandemel yep those are going to hurt if you can somehow retain Kase, yep. that is that'll a, be that whether they boon. can whether they can get the, you know with the NIL if they can get that switched mm-hmm. and that's, that that will help you immensely going into next season. Is he going to be the focal point of your offense? Probably not, but he's going to yeah. be you know that second option. Hopefully, if you can find somebody out of the transfer portal, if somebody can take that next step and become that number one guy, that go to guy when your offense yeah. breaks down and you need a bucket, you go to that guy. It might not be Kasey Tomonaga. It might be Kasey Tomonaga. I don't know how they're going to to restructure their their roster. But the the good thing is they're not going to have to do an entire you know blow it up and and rebuild it type roster move this yeah. this this coming season. And you know for you know. You know, I'm just reading some of the texts, and and you know, uh, somebody says it's crazy how they can go 16 and 16. Uh, Luffy says it's crazy how they can go 16 and 16 with no postseason, and everyone is happy and immediately forgets the previous three years. Yeah, I don't think anybody's I, forgetting the I'm previous not forgetting. three years. What you're what you're remembering is the previous three years, and how much of an improvement this yeah. team is over those previous yeah. three years. How 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 amazing it is that a team with probably less talent is more of a team together yeah. than those previous three iterations of Nebraska basketball have been. How close this team was to making a postseason berth, whether it be NIT or NCAA, how much closer they were than any of those previous teams. Yeah. How they finished 500 and they had a, a not losing record for the first time in three years after losing two of their best and players. I don't, I don't think next year is a rebuild. No, it's not. It's, it's, I look at it more. I look at it as more as you got Ramil Lloyd, who's be coming off a red shirt. You got him. Um, Karan McPherson coming off of an injury. Juwan Gary coming Juwan off Gary. of an injury. And then the, the guy that I look for to make a huge step, and he's got to stay healthy, he's got to stay healthy, is Blaze Keita. Mm-hmm. His and, offense needs to take a step forward. Yeah. That is massive. But his defense, his defensive IQ 
is off the charts. The fact that he is your best charge taker while being your biggest player on the floor is amazing because yep. we, we complain about the big men in Nebraska getting in foul trouble so much. That's because they all go for block shots. They always go and try to block the shot because they are the biggest people on the court. Blaze Keita understands if there's a shot that he's not going to get to, I can get into position, take the charge, and that's as good as a blocked shot. His defensive IQ and his length and his ability to stay straight yep. up and down without reaching down and getting called for a foul is otherworldly. Now, does that off, does does that is his defense good enough to offset his lack of offensive ability? No, not quite. But if he can get some sort of offensive game, if he can get you, you know, eight points a game, then that defense is going to become that yeah. much more important. Yeah. And I, and I'm not, I'm. I'm in no, no way, shape, or form satisfied with 500 record, but I'm also looking at it for the way that if you do let Hoyberg go, you might be looking at you know going back. Are, are That's you, another rebuild. What 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 are you going to you know? Wh- where do you go? Like who 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 would you hire? Who do you even think about hiring? Who do you bring in? I mean, I don't fo- I don't focus on that so much because there's coaches out there. There's yeah. a mi- there's a million coaches out there that you could hire that that might be able to get you to 500 or or better yeah. or, you know, get you exact get you exactly what you've been getting the last the yeah. previous 3 years. I yeah. I don't have any doubt in that. But what what Fred has built finally in year 4 at Nebraska is a competent team and a competent roster that is able to go 500. Yeah. In one of in one of the harder conferences, one of the best conferences in college basketball, am I satisfied with five hundred? No, no not at I all. think Nebraska should be better than that. But for a team that, again, I don't know if people remember this or not, hasn't won a single game in the NCAA tournament ever. The NIT is still good. This is not Nebraska basketball, and this isn't me taking a shot at Nebraska basketball, but it's not a national championship contending team on the basketball court year in and year out yeah. making the NIT every every <laughs> you know other year making the NCAA tournament every other year is still good for Nebraska basketball now if they start winning some games in the NCAA tournament then we can talk about you know finishing with a much better record and competing and getting to a sweet 16 but first things first you need to win in the round of 64 yeah. You need to get that done before you can focus on getting to the Elite Eight. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it would just take a win at this at this time. Well, actually I just take getting to the tournament again. I think that'd be that'd be fun. But but yeah, it's it's tough. I don't it's so weird. I I try to, you know, make sense of it all and I understand with the people that are upset, but it's just like it seems like we waited for, you know, five years to get it, you know, we were patient to mm-hmm. go this long and now that we finally got to a point where they're you know like this year you look back on it i can uh, there's a lot of people like you know the very negative what you know very negative that are saying well they did this wrong they did this wrong they did this wrong but then i'm also looking at it too like they're one bad call away in purdue from putting them away Michigan State, the first half, they probably played the best basketball of the season. They're an otherworldly shooting performance against Michigan State away from winning that. They're a, they're a twelve of fourteen shooting performance of from from the bet or from the worst team in the league from beating. And again, ifs and buts, candy and nuts, blah yep. blah, all that. Every day be Christmas. You know, we, we we can't really go back and do all that. Yeah. But this team put together a a pretty good season. Were there some blowout losses? Yeah. But then again, you were without your. Most important player for the first five games of the season. Yeah. You then, lost your best defenders 
uh, about the midway point of the season. You lost four games in a row uh, after you lost both of those, both yep. of those guys. And, and then you had, you to, re- on, you had then, to refine an identity. And then you went on a run. Yeah. With a with a with a walk on playing your third point guard who then turned himself into a, a bona fide rotation player. Yeah. This was a this was an extremely good coaching job by Fred Hoiberg. So was it were. the best was it the best season? No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It's crazy crazy to think about, but they they did not make the NIT, but they were very in my mind, they were out pretty close to making the NCAA tournament. I know I'm gonna get <laughs> beat up for saying that but think about it they were one they were one to one away from for sure making the nit yeah they were two three wins away from flirting with a bubble and they had and they had they had those games yeah like they did and and i know it's no excuse for injuries but when bandamel and gary got hurt it, it was a complete a complete like identity changer of nebraska basketball they had to they had to go out the four games they lost, they were trying, you know, find their footing. You know, these are the two guys that they were awarded black shirts. I mean, these are the black shirt. <laughs> but but you got to you got to bounce back from that. You lose two of your key cogs on defense, and one of your and and one of them was actually uh, um, one of the cogs on offense because I believe it was Juwan Gary. If he scored ten points or more or something along there, that Nebraska was undefeated in that time. Yeah, and it's and I totally understand it. They're ex- they, their excuse is, but but you've got to look at you got to look at that f- full entire picture. I think I just think it would be it'd be crazy crazy at this time, you know, to, to let you got to give them one more year. I would think at least one. You got to that. That's what I would look, do. If if they don't, okay, this is this is going to sound weird. If they don't walk into the nit next year, not not a not a oh my gosh, are they going to? If they're not, you know. If we're not sitting on Selection Sunday waiting for their name to be called in the NCAA tournament and they just kind of they, they don't get their name called and they're a one seed in the NIT, then that is not a successful season and that's probably going to be the end of Fred Hoiberg at Nebraska. Yeah. That is that is the the floor yeah. is is just missing out on the NCAA tournament and and literally walking, skipping into yeah. the NIT, if easy, you will. Easy. Yep. If it's anything worse than that, you know, then I I'm I agree. Like I, I, I don't know. It's one of those things that's hard to explain. Like I look, I look back on the the prior season. Were there times where I was like, "Yeah, this this is not working." Mm, they might have those thoughts had creeped into my head, but then at the end of the year, I'm seeing, okay, then this is what could be. And then you start looking at, and I, I won't lie, I got caught looking at what next year's roster looks like. Mm-hmm. Probably about two weeks ago, I was just kind of like, "What does next year look like? Do they have?" Is this a re? Will it be a rebuild, a reload? I I feel like they're in a point right now. They need to add, I think, a score and a rebounder. I know that yep. they can well, find. It. Yeah, depending on who they're able to keep, yeah. you gotta get you gotta get somebody in the. This is gonna be weird. You gotta get somebody in the six six to six eight height range who can score the basketball. Yeah. Just, just a score yep. who is a tall score who can who can make do off the dribble who doesn't have to you know sit in a corner and get the power although getting a shooter like that would be really nice also yeah. but uh getting somebody who can score with the ball in his hand and make things happen by himself and also you need a big man who you have you know Blaze Keaton can be that rebounder that that defensive guy right yeah you need a big man who can make things happen also yep. on the offensive end yep. because if Wilhelm Breidenbach can't take that step forward and be like look and I'm gonna say this and I've said it multiple times go look at his high school tape the Duke has score the ball all yeah. right if he can't get back to that 
then we're going to have ourselves a problem. Oh, yeah. You're going to need another big man to to kind of go along with Blaze. Oleg, if he can you know, put some weight on and, and do something uh, with his body also, uh, to go with Blaze, Oleg, and Wilhelm. You're, you're going to need another big man, and you're going to need a, going back to old school, like a small forward who can score the yeah. ball. Yeah, and then and then you look at Casey. If he – I feel like the the talk is like they're going to find a way to where they'll be able to pay him some NIL eventually. That's Jersey sales. I think that's, that, that's, that's what I hear. International players can benefit from jersey sales, but they can't go full on NIL yeah. signing deals with with uh, yeah, no, they can't with places yeah. here. But they can. I believe they can benefit from jersey sales. And Casey Tomonaga is already a superstar in Japan. So, yeah, so you, as soon as that gets approved, or if they're able to do that, you're going to see a lot of Nebraska Tomonaga jerseys yeah, over, over in Japan. Japan. And so you got you'll have him, and then the guy that we continue not to we didn't even mention really is Jamarcus Lawrence. Yes. He took a massive step forward as the season went, and went then, on. And then the another guy, I know it's oh man, I I don't know if it's inconsistent or just struggled struggled shooting this year, but CJ Wilcher. If he if he CJ can put it together, I mean has all the talent to be a big help for Nebraska, but the inconsistency, yeah, you're right. That's what doomed him. Because you saw it last season where all season, you know, he'd have a game or two where you're like, okay, this is pretty good. And then the end of the season, he went on a run. Yeah. And everybody said, okay, if we get that CJ next season, we're going to have a good thing we said, going. Yeah. And we didn't, did not. We didn't until the end of the season, the yeah. last like three, four games, you were getting pretty good CJ. And you're like, okay, this is the type yeah. of CJ that we need. So if he comes back, we're going to need consistent CJ yep. in order for Nebraska to have some type of success. Yep. And depending on who they get, Depending on who ends up being the starter, maybe you get him coming off the bench. If Casey comes back, you got – I don't know if you can bench Casey again after what he did to end the season. <laughs> nah. But if you get him coming off the bench, one of them is going to be a six-man, yep. and they're going to have to come in and be instant offense. Yep. And then um, seven six nine nine uh, during the Big Ten tourney, they kept saying Sam G was considered a junior. Any truth to that? Uh, no. no, he's he's finished. He's, no. he, that, this is it. He's he done. has concluded his career at the University of Nebraska. All right, we're going to send it to break. This is The Drive, 93.7 The Ticket.